Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And this is your daily financial news. This is a show we do together six days a week at 7.30 Pacific. That is a.m., obviously. And then on Thursdays, we do it at 7 a.m. If you'd like to get your financial news in a quick 10 to maybe 14-minute chunks, you can go ahead and join me live uh, six days a week at 7.30 and once at 7 a.m. A couple of quick things. Uh, I posted a goals video this morning at 7 a.m. It was kind of a wrap-up video. Uh, If you don't know, I share with you my weekly progress on goals. I typically do those on Sundays. Uh, I did them. I recorded it yesterday because June 1st marks 18 months of kind of goals summary. And what I wanted to do in that video is, A, yes, share with you my last update for the, the period. But I wanted to go back and summarize what can happen when you have focus and daily execution. And I share with you some numbers over the last 18 months. For example, did you know uh, with no editing, no advertising, no slick keywords, or I have no idea how the YouTube algorithm works, we got over 2.3 million YouTube views in 18 months. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if it's bad. Uh, But again, I think it's awesome. All this stuff is live. It's created for you. Uh, Five videos a day for 549 days. So the reason I bring that up is I preach, I talk about, I suggest focus and daily execution to help you understand your real estate market, to help you understand one rental at a time. And I just wanted to share with you my discipline, my focus, which I'm, which I bring to my market. Uh, but again, I wanted to show was a big part of my life. So hopefully you enjoy that video. In addition to that, if you want to help me get on the road to 20,000 subscribers, go ahead and hit subscribe. And I just saw my podcast, which is also called one rental at a time. We just went under not over 900,000 listens. Uh, So we should be at a million listens probably by the 4th of July weekend. So thank you for all of the support. Uh, When we are looking at what's going on in daily financial news, the first thing that caught my attention was the mortgage market. If you haven't been watching for a while, the last three weeks or so, the mortgage market has been cooling, both for refinances and also purchases. Articles are starting to come out. One that I saw on CBC, CNBC this morning, and I think it was also on Reuters. Housing boom might be cooling. Interesting. Uh, They go ahead and talk about, no shocker, lack of supply. Uh, They talk about builders essentially stopping. Uh, I did a video with Greg Dickerson, I think, on Monday talking about bankruptcies looming in builders. And I've actually talked to a couple of builders in Fresno, my market, and they're like, you nailed it. Our cash flow statement's broken. So there's a lot of builders in financial strain because of these uh, abnormally high prices for supplies, lumbers, and things of that nature. So watch out. We may have some builders go boom uh, here in this cycle. And then finally, of course, higher prices. What I think is very interesting when you tie this mortgage demand with what we had last Thursday, pending home sales, 
we are really setting up for a letting air out of the balloon. Everybody in, in YouTube wants to talk about a crash, a bubble bursting. We're just not set up for that. We may, you know, we are to use to steal an analogy that I think Matt the mortgage guy brought to us a couple of weeks ago. We have been going a hundred miles an hour in housing for the last year. We are clearly slowing down, right? But uh, again, when you're in a car going 100, you apply the brakes, you go to 80, you go to 60, you go to 40. I am not calling for a crash. I'm not even calling for a negative number. These are, of course, national when I say this. There may be some local markets that do go down. But yeah, the housing market cooling, totally okay. It's supposed to happen. The affordability index is getting stretched. There is no crash coming. And when you say crash, I think 20% negative or greater. It's not in the cards as far as I could see. Uh, it's just not set up for that. There could be some local markets again. Don't know all markets. If you're in one of those markets, you could tell us. But yeah, I don't see a crash. It is going to be a balloon. And balloons can pop or you can just let the air out. And I think that's what the mortgage market is telling us. It's like buyers are going on strike. And what happens when buyers go on strike? inventory starts to build just like i said two million two million available units by the end of july we're at 1.16 at the end of uh end of may so two more months we'll see what happens next up i don't know if you saw this but yesterday or maybe the day before i talked about amc yes the theaters issuing eight million shares they were bought up by one uh, wall street firm uh, that wall street firm flipped them they flipped them in less than 48 hours to uh, Wall Street bets and uh, the folks that are betting on AMC stock. And it's up again this morning. So the Wall Street uh, company, I think they spent $237 billion. They flipped them and made like $20, billion or $20 million. It was crazy. So, yes, AMC. I am wondering, I think Wall Street's starting to run up the price. We're going to see when Wall Street lets go and... We'll see what happens then. Uh, we had a couple of earnings coming out. We talked about them. We had another retailer, Land's End. Don't really know them. Uh, but again, retailer, they're a mall-based store, apparently. They beat top and bottom. What I found interesting is they had a surprise profit. You're supposed to be in the business of making a profit. But yes, they actually took time out to call that they had a surprise profit, something like 26 cents a share when they were expected to lose five cents a share, something like that. So again, beat top and bottom, surprise profit. Advanced auto parts, as expected, as shared over the weekend, beat top and bottom. Same store sales, still up big, 24.7%. Zoom video beat top and bottom, gave good guidance, but they are starting to point at tough compares, right? Zoom video is going to have some tough compares coming up. Uh, then Taiwan Semiconductor. Uh, they have broken ground in Phoenix or in Arizona, I should say. I do not know if it's Phoenix, but they have started construction of a new chip fab in Arizona uh, with chips looking to be developed or created or stamped or whatever they're done uh, by 2024. So yes, we are bringing some manufacturing home. I saw this article in the Business Insider that I thought was interesting. It was sponsored by the, um, what did I write it down? The U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Huh? We'll see what they have to say. But apparently uh, they are highlighting that there are more job openings 
then there are available adults in a couple of areas. Uh, South Dakota, Nebraska, and Vermont. So if you are looking for work, apparently there's lots of work in South Dakota, Nebraska, and Vermont. Uh, they did highlight that nationally speaking, uh, there are 1.6 openings available for every uh, person looking for work. So nationally speaking, plenty of workers for the jobs available. But if you ever wanted to live in South Dakota, Nebraska, or Vermont, now might be a good time. Uh, they have a lot of job openings. Again, according to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, no idea if it's true. I uh, saw a report from a worldwide economic forum, and this really goes back to my belief that we're going to have several years as different areas of the world come out of this crisis. It's called the Organization of Economic Cooperation. Never heard of it. But they're talking about worldwide inflation running hot. Worldwide inflation running currently at 2.4%. Right? And they're, you know, they like to talk about something sub 2%. We're going to have different parts of the world come out of this. I think it's going to keep the inflation, the, it's going to keep the demand on it. So we will see as the supply chains work out, as freight gets hopefully cheaper, uh, what happens. But I thought that was interesting. Uh, we already have UBS and BlackRock talking about Europe, right? Europe, many parts of Europe has been suffering. Uh, they have been on some pretty strict lockdowns, uh, but they, they are talking about 700 billion euros uh, ready for revenge spending. Yes, remember, God, was it 15 months ago we talked about China and revenge spending by their consumers and we were like, hmm, I wonder if that's going to become a thing. Yes, it looks like it is. The U.S., not to be outdone, has $2.6 trillion in excess savings. That equates to 12% of GDP, just in case you were counting. I think it will be interesting. Did this crisis change consumer behavior? And maybe we're going to save more? So maybe that, what is it, $2.6 trillion is not going to be spent? Maybe half? Maybe a quarter. We shall see. Uh, I think a lot of people realize the importance of an emergency fund. And probably a lot of people realize, you know what? We might want a bigger emergency fund. So we shall see. But yes, uh, BlackRock and UBS are calling for North America and Europe to consumers to do what we do. I don't know if you saw this, but I got a couple of comments on my videos. But it looks like uh, there is at least a proposal uh, to take the higher capital gains tax that we've talked about a couple of times and actually make it retroactive. One post said, and I have no, I can't validate this, didn't bother, but he said it was being retroactive to April 28th. What did I think? And frankly, again, I think it's negotiation. Don't care. What this really means to me is I'm not selling anything. Uh, I have a video coming out, I think, this morning at 8.15 of my latest project. It is early stages. Ordinarily, I might have sold this house. You will see it again, I think, at 8.15. Uh, I am not. I am just going to keep it. Uh, so a little bit about the house. I think we paid 82 grand for it. We're going to put about 30 grand into it. We're going to rent it for 10.95. It's a little two-bedroom, one-bath house. And we will own it forever. Uh, so, yeah, we are not selling anything, I am going to be increasing my depreciation. That is 
That is my goal going forward is I want to buy millions of dollars in houses so I can increase my depreciation right off. So again, that I think is what's going to happen. The rich are going to go on strike. The rich may have been looking to sell stocks or assets that had run up if the capital gains tax started next year. If you want to play games with us and make it expire retroactively, we just won't sell this year. So that's what I think is going to happen. And then a couple of little just tidbits. I don't know if you saw this, but it looks like Amazon Prime Day is coming up. Uh, It is now scheduled for June 21st and 22nd. Get your credit card ready. No idea how many boxes we're going to get, but it's going to be a few. And then we were at Costco yesterday, and it is true. Costco samples are back. Just a sign that we are getting back to normal. All right, folks, have a wonderful day. Help me get to 20,000. Go ahead and hit subscribe, thumbs up, all of that good stuff. Uh, we're going to on the road to 20,000. And again, a million listens on a podcast that I never talk about. Pretty crazy. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Good morning. Thank you for the support. Hello. Uh, take care. Bye-bye.